I have everybody's attention now? Ladies and gentlemen. Hey, yo. Welcome to the biggest draw for the critics, the marks, the casual, and the hardcore. Touchdown in the hell! Touchdown in the hell! You freak! You monster! Touchdown, the son of a bitch! All the way to hell! Oh, my God! Uncut, uncooked, and uncensored. King Kong is climbing to the Empire State Building! Introducing first, from parts unknown, our resident Mark, Johnny Smart. Well, let me tell you something, brother. Next, coming down the aisle, the unstoppable force, the immovable object, Doc Haas. Haas. I can't help that I'm custom made. I can't help it that I look good, smell good, can't dance all night long. Question, Macho Man. You're listening to the fourth wall wrestlecast. Oops, I'm breaking the fourth wall. And what up, fam? Welcome to the biggest draw for the critics, the marks, the casual, and the hardcore. I am your host, the baby face of podcasting, JC Bones. I am Doc Haas, and judging by his absence this week once again, I have once again successfully slayed the Smark. And we are the Fourth Wall WrestleCast. You can find us every Saturday on the Wrestle Addict Radio Network, and we're available on all major podcast platforms. So be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Also, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at FourthWallCast. That's the number four, T-H-W-A-L-L-C-A-S-T. And if you want to check out some of our new merch, be sure to go to Represent.com and search Wrestle Addict Radio and check out our new T-shirts and new hoodies that we have available for sale. There will be new merchandise coming soon. Also, we made a big announcement last week. February 1st, we'll be launching our Patreon page. So starting February 1st, go to patreon.com slash fourthwallwrestlecast, and for as low as $1 a month, you could receive exclusive audio content, exclusive video content, exclusive merchandise, annual rewards, and much, much more. So, Doc, let's just get right into it. I don't know about you, man, but SmackDown got me fucking hyped for the Royal Rumble. Like, that's yep. how you give us a go-home show. Yep, absolutely, man. That was 100% kick-ass from front to back. I thought the matches were booked well. I thought all the the post-segments and post-match segments, and I thought all the uh, promo segments were just spot-on. It's unbelievable how that show can be so solid in like doing a go home and raw kind of missed the mark outside of Sasha and Ronda. Yeah. That was the only match I really got from raw that I'm, I felt like developed as we approach Royal Rumble was the Sasha and Ronda feud, but everything on SmackDown, they touched on every point. They touched on the Miz and Shane McMahon versus the bar. They touched on uh, Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles, that whole segment with McMahon was priceless. And then just the main event, the two out of three falls match with Mysterio and Andrade. And it had interferences you know, with Samoa Joe, Randy Orton. That's when you start seeing the whole rumble atmosphere come to life on live television. So I'm really excited yeah. now. That much more excited, I should say, for the Royal Rumble. The outside of the Drew and Seth storyline on Raw, I mean, the Rumble, the SmackDown has lots of storylines within the Rumble. Uh, Almas and and Mysterio, Samoa Joe versus everybody. Randy Orton coming back to TV and taking out Samoa Joe. Even in the Women's Rumble, the Mandy Naomi storyline is something that fits within for the Women's Rumble. Um, Raw, outside of Drew and Seth, there's really... There's really nothing. Yeah. You know, Bailey is with Sasha in the world title feud. So she's not doesn't have a Royal Rumble feud. Um, the 
Riot Squad was nowhere to be found. Uh, Alexa Bliss announced she was back, and then Ember Moon got in her face. I guess that's a storyline development, but you know, not done as well as any of the development on SmackDown. You know, just SmackDown in general got you more prepared. You know, Raw. You know, the world title. Actually, we go up to SmackDown before I jump to Raw. The world title picture on SmackDown. That was a fantastic segment with with uh, Daniel Bryan and AJ. Um, I thought Vince was better in that segment than he was on the Raw segment between Brock and Finn. The Brock and Finn segment didn't really pick up until the, the match started. Once the match started that and they actually started fighting, that got more interesting. But, you know, you got two guys, Brock and Braun, who are just really awkward on the mic. And you're not going to get much out of it. Even Vince isn't as strong as he used to be on the mic. Let's be real here. Right, and when you put them with guys like Brock and Braun, you know it's not the promos aren't going to be as strong as you know they can be. Braun, right. even this week, man, Braun was struggling on the mic. Like he is, he his promos are so vanilla. He all, I know his thing is get these hands, but he always, always relies on that to be the climax of his promos, and it's like. I'm not going to try and hold a promo class right here, but there's a whole contour to what you're saying. You have to have a climax to your promo. You have to have a what and a where and a why, and you have to answer questions in your promos, and Braun just doesn't do that. He just goes, okay, I'm going to look like a deer in headlights, and I'm just going to say, get these hands really loud, because you're going to get these hands. And that's right. that's yeah, the majority a, of it. Yeah, that's a problem. And if you're not going to... Do that, and you're not going to be like, you know, go through it like you just said, and almost like, you know, a way Paul Heyman does in his promos. Tell and a story. Daniel Bryan. Yeah, Daniel Bryan telling a story, working up to being the planet's champion, mm-hmm. which <laughs> cracked the fuck up when I heard that. Well, it was that, so that, funny. That, that's going to be the new watching championship. Watch it, I started cracking up. Yeah. It's going to be the planet championship. <laughs> um, and if, if Braun's not going to be able to do that, then he needs to go out there and be like the fucking ultimate warrior. And just yell stupid ass shit and shake the ropes and just use his massive size to get over. You know, think See, about it. Let's go back to 1990. You know, mm-hmm. Ultimate Warrior. Guy couldn't cut a promo. Yeah. Guy couldn't fucking wrestle. But fuck, was he over? Because he was, he used his skill set to be as entertaining as he possibly could be. Right. That's what Braun's not doing right now. All right, well, let's get right into the card here. I do want to touch on one thing. We talked about how SmackDown really helped to build pretty much every SmackDown match on the card. The only one I'm a little underwhelmed about is the U.S. title match, Rusev defending against Shinsuke Nakamura. I feel like you haven't seen either of these these two guys on SmackDown TV in two weeks. So there's really been no build. I was into this feud. Let me back up. I was into this feud about three weeks ago. But then they both fell off TV for two weeks. They talked about it in passing on TV, and they didn't even announce their match on SmackDown. They just posted it on the website one day. So I feel like this is almost a throwaway match. Uh, I tend to think that since it's going to end up on the kickoff show, they're not going to be given a lot of time to put on a good match like they did on SmackDown when Rusev won the title. Um, and I feel like this could be potentially a DQ win where Nakamura gives Rusev a low blow or becomes a squash somehow and Nakamura uh, uh, wins back the U.S. title. It's not going to be a squash. You can have Nakamura squash Rusev. That's just that's just silly booking. That's raw style booking. Um, but if you start the be- match with a low blow... Then Nakamura has the advantage. Yeah, but so. Nakamura has to move away from the low blow. He's been using this since WrestleMania. You know, give give me some chair shots at least. You know, give me a kendo stick. Give me something that's not a low blow. Let's, right. let's move on. Let's, let's evolve a little bit. Uh, it's definitely not going to get a lot of time, especially considering the other pre-show matches, a fatal four-way mm-hmm. between cruiserweights. I think that's the match that's going to get more time. That's the match that's going to get the crowd hyped. Be uh, before the the main card starts. I think Rusev Nakamura could just it's gonna be a, a mid level TV match. It's just matches like this, like this should be the main event of next Tuesday SmackDown. If you're not gonna put it on the main card, that's cool. Make it the main event of next Tuesday SmackDown and give them a nice full main event match. I don't mind United mid card titles being fought for on TV more so than the pay per view card. That's okay with me. I think mid-card titles are made 
for the television. That's that's the main purpose to get a title on TV without having to have your world titles overused. You know, so it's a shame to see these two not get much time, but it really hasn't been much time to give. SmackDown has a lot of stories they're developing right now, and all the stories are pretty good on SmackDown. There's really nothing that I can really complain about. Yeah. So I think Rusev and Nakamura are just a necessary uh, you know, necessary byproduct of what's going on, unfortunately. Yeah, I just hope that post-Rumble, they start to give a little more time and focus on the, the, the mid-card titles, Intercontinental and U.S. title, as we get into uh, the road to WrestleMania. So right. let's throw our predictions out there. I think Rusev's going to retain... Yeah, I think Rusev retains. I think yeah, it, it could be by DQ. Like, he wins by DQ. That might make sense. And then you could put this match on Elimination Chamber because you got a lot of superstars actually in the chamber. So you're going to need to get matches on the card to fill out the rest of the card. So I think that's where you'll see this feud blow off as an Elimination Chamber. And I do think Rusev is going to end up on top in this feud. It's all going to come to a head at Rumble. I think they're going to both move on from something new. I I don't think it's going to continue after this. No, you don't think. No, you can't. You can't end this on a dirty finish, though. They need to end in a they clean. They need to end this somehow. Then, yeah, some. Like, I, mean, I, I guess clean you way. can end it on TV. You can end it on TV. I guess I'm okay with it ending on TV. Is it to be at the chamber? Right. They, they they could have a dirty finish Sunday and then have a rematch on Tuesday and then have Rusev retain and then Nakamura and Rusev go off. Rusev gets into a new feud. I mean, they've already laid out the entire mid-card. You got Samoa Joe, Andrade, Mustafa Ali, Rey Mysterio, Randy Orton, Jeff Hardy, if he's okay to come back, and then throw Rusev in there. You got seven people for a multi-man ladder match at WrestleMania. I would love to see Rusev get some matches with Randy Orton in the lead up to WrestleMania. So maybe a ladder. That'd be cool. I have a multi-man ladder match at Mania. But I would love to see Rusev and Orton really do some work leading up to Mania. That could be a really good opportunity for Rusev to keep elevating his stock. I think that would be a great feud as long as Orton does what Cena never did and actually put Rusev over. But I think that'd be a great feud for Rusev to get into while Rusev still holds the U.S. title. Well, then Rusev needs to do like Becky Lynch has done and just make sure that booking doesn't have another option right. but to put him over. You know, you, you have to make sometimes you have to make that a thing when you're a wrestler. You have to make it so booking doesn't have another option. And the last time like a wrestler made it so like booking didn't have an option, it was Daniel Bryan and booking kept not listening to the audience and. You know, they revolted and they had to change plans. I, you would think the WWE's learned their lesson. And if Rusev comes out and makes himself so over that you have to keep him as the U.S. champion, then that's all there is to it. He right. beats Randy Orton. Right. Rusev didn't have that against John Cena. Sorry, he just didn't. But he did ride a friggin' tank to the ring. That was kind of badass. <laughs> <laughs> By kind, it was a lot of badass. Well, you but know it, what else? It wasn't, but it, it just it, it wasn't enough, though. No, well, he, he rode a tank and then he got squashed by Cena. So, yeah. So, you can call that bad booking, but, but you got to give, as I said, you have to give management no other option. That's what I want to see out of Rusev going forward out of this match. Now, speaking of no other option, we have a fatal four way match uh, for the Cruiserweight Championship. Buddy Murphy depending, defending against Kalisto, Akira Tozawa, and Hideo Itami. You mentioned you don't want to give creative any other choice. So in this fatal four-way, is there really any other choice except for Buddy Murphy? Well, uh, Murphy and Itami had a little moment on 205 this past week. So I do think Murphy wins. And maybe this kicks off an actual feud between Murphy and Atami. And you finally get Hideo Atami being used the way we'd like to see him be used since they, since they brought him here. He's definitely been one of the underutilized, misused um, WWE signings over the past two, three years that we'd like to bitch about. He's definitely in that category. 
Agreed. I mean, we spoke about it a few weeks ago, how we thought the Hideo Itami experiment was going nowhere. But I think what happened was WWE Creative listens to our show. So because we <laughs> talked about Hideo, we rocket strapped Hideo straight to the top. He legitimately was in the Fatal 4-Way match like the week after we week bitched after. about that. <laughs> so Hideo, if you're listening, you're welcome. You're welcome, baby. <laughs> But all in all, I think this Fatal 4-Way is going to be a great match. It's going to be a great way to start off the night. That's if this is the first show on the the kickoff show. Um, I think Buddy's going to retain, but I definitely think we're going to see guys, um, we're going to see Hideo with Tommy shine in this match. Right, and I think you don't have this as the kickoff. You have the United States Championship kick it off and have this match right before the main card starts. Get the crowd hyped because your first match in the main card probably going to be the bar versus Miz and Shane. Yeah. And I think you want your crowd hyped for that the start of that match and I think the Cruiserweights get you hyped more so than Rusev and Nakamura. Agreed. Get hype, bro. Don't get hype. We stay hype. <laughs> so let's move on now. As you mentioned, probably the first match on the main card is going to be the SmackDown Tag Team Titles. Uh the Bar's going to defend against Mick Miz, Shane McMahon and The Miz. Now, the development of this whole feud really grew this past week on SmackDown. Um, I I think that there's no question Miz and Shane have to win the titles here. Mm-hmm. I absolutely agree. Uh, Miz and Shane need the titles for this team to work going forward. They can't lose their first match. Um, it's okay to have the bar lose here. Um, I'm almost, I would like to see the bar in the, in 2019, you know, start going their separate ways and Cesaro get pushed back and pushed back into uh, singles feuds and going for singles championships. But like you said, um, the way the Miz Shane storyline arc has been drawn for us, it can only end with them winning this match. You know, they proved to be a solid team. They proved to be on the same page. And I also think that eventually going to break up by Mania. So what better way to break up than over losing the tag team titles in a couple months? Right. That's the only way I see this one going. It, it makes sense to get a different tag team that isn't the Bar, the New Day, or the Usos hold the SmackDown titles for a little while. You know Miz and Shane are going to put on some great matches regardless of who they're in the ring with. And then at the end, it's going to all come to a head when they lose the titles, and then Miz and Shane will just have to face each other at WrestleMania. Right, and I hope after Miz and Shane win this, that they start feuding with the Good Brothers, with Sanity, with not the New Day. Oh, so you mean the teams that came back for like two weeks and then disappeared again for the last two weeks? Well, hopefully they're disappear because we're they're gonna get their time to shine after the rumble. You have new champions, new script, blank canvas. Let's get let's get the club in there. Let's get sanity in there, and let's you know get some fresh, as I said, some fresh blood, a new start. Well, let's hope so. I really want to see the tag division overall really have a big change in 2019. Hopefully, someone listened to our our shakeup of the tag division, and they they, they they took a few pointers from us. According to our shakeup, like half of SmackDown roots to Raw. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but we did say Miz and Shane would win the tag titles at Rumble. At the Rumble. So, that was the beginning of it all. Yeah, yep. that was the beginning of the fantasy booking. So we're off so to we a good stick start to our so word. far. We got to stick to our word. We got to stick to our, our prediction. Yep. Miz and Shane. All right. We're, I, think we're, I think we're three for three right now so far. So far we are. Yep. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. Uh, SmackDown Women's Championship. Let's move over to the women. So SmackDown Women's Championship, Asuka is going to defend against Becky Lynch. Once again, SmackDown nailed it this week as they built more towards this match. What a great opening segment. I love how SmackDown has been opening up with Becky Lynch. It reminds me of when Austin would always open up Raw every week back during the Attitude Hour. Like, that's what SmackDown needs. I want to see Becky at 8 p.m. every single Tuesday. Booking 101. You open the show with 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 your hottest star. You know, this is just what you do. You get the crowd hyped right away. And Becky Lynch is that person on SmackDown. 
It's a couple things in general. This isn't just Becky or Oscar. This is a bunch of different wrestlers. So the whole segment goes down and they get in their fight. I want to see more trash talking. Like when Becky took out Ronda before Survivor Series when she got the concussion, there was trash talking. It was in your face. I felt like after Becky threw Asuka through the table, yeah, she went over and, and beat her up a little bit more and whatnot. But like I want to see her get in the face like like The Rock would have got in your face, like Austin. Like when I was when I when I've been I, I watched the ninety nine rumble recently and that was the I quit match, Mankind and The Rock, which is uncomfortable to watch to this day and but the whole time when they're putting the mic in rock's face rock do you quit shut the hell up you stupid ass jabroni the rock never quit shut your damn mouth and he wasn't really good quit you stupid fat son of a bitch mick foley quit the damn match like i want to see more of that i want to see more trash like you know becky can trash talk and you, you see it on instagram all the time and twitter take that take that twitter rage instagram rage throw that shit on oscar on tv you'll get right up in her face and just tell her how much she sucks and how she doesn't deserve to be in Becky's reign, in the man's reign. I just want to see that more, not just out of Becky, but out of a lot of different. I would like to see it out of Ronda and Sasha, too. I'd like to see it out of Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles. And I'd like to see it out of Finn and Brock Lesnar. But I just, it, it came to me more in this segment because the rest of the segment was so good. Like, for me, the segment was like a 9. And to make it a 10, I would have liked to have seen... A little more of that. I just want to see that booking overall in general. It makes it feel more personal. Makes it feel more real. Right. I couldn't agree more about that. Like this whole feud is turning into a blood feud and they were able to build that within a very short amount of time. But it is funny how right after TLC, Paige announced that Becky was going to face Asuka at the Rumble. Then they backtracked and took the match off the card just to do it again anyway. Now, do they do that before like the whole we're going to shake it up thing? Right. Paige announced that's, it the day of the shake up. And then they cha- and then they did it anyway. So yeah. I don't see the just, point that in was, that. Yeah. If they would have kept it, they would have had another week or two to build this match. But I still think they did a great job in the short amount of time they did have. I disagree, man. I would have like I liked the fact that it took a triple threat match to determine the number one contender, you know, and not just to cop out automatic rematch. They did it, and then they decided to shake it up, so they just kind of pushed it away, like it never happened. And you know, that happens all the time in WWE. So I was much, I was a lot happier that it went this way. And you know what, Becky and Oscar, they don't need more than two weeks. They, no. they, they didn't, they didn't need four weeks. They got four weeks done. Work, four weeks work of worth of work done in two weeks. That, that's called a wrestler. That's called a fucking wrestler. That's called the man. That's the fucking man. And and, and the empress. And the empress. Yes. And they're like, and Asuka just fucking go out and riff in Japanese, it, which is way freaking better. Right. Than How perfect was that? English. Yeah. Yeah. I would much. Much of we talked about this last week where I was sitting thinking to myself, just let her like talk in Japanese and put subtitles up. Right. You know, we need to put the subtitles as we proved last week. She just go out there and act fucking crazy and talk in Japanese. And that works for me, man. That's over in my book. So give me your predictions, Doc. Honestly, mm-hmm. I think Becky takes it back. I think Becky takes the belt back. And I think they have they're in a stadium. There's going to be, if it's sold out, there's going to be 50,000 people there. And this is going to be the start of Becky marching to the main event of Mania. If Becky's going to go main event Mania and march to the main event of Mania, it starts with winning this match against Asuka. And it's a fucking warpath from Sunday to MetLife Stadium in April. It's fucking Becky's warpath. I'm definitely with you on that. Becky's going to win. Um, I don't think her versus Asuka is going to end after Rumble. I think Asuka will earn her way back to a rematch, either mm-hmm. at Elimination Chamber or Fastlane, just one more it, time. But, that could be a good main event for Fastlane. Right. Yeah. But going to my fantasy booking that I did last week for the main event of WrestleMania, have Sh- Charlotte win the Women's Rumble and have Ronda and Becky both go into Mania with their respective titles. Charlotte challenged them both. So then you have a triple threat main event so they can then unify the women's championships. 
if that's the route you're going to go on the unification route, that's obviously the easiest route. I just don't know if they're going to do that. Right. Um, I just think, but I think you are. Right. I think the, I think the rumble ends, you know, Charlotte wins and then, you know, Becky comes right out, marches down to the ring, gets in her face, you know, and maybe the next night on raw Rhonda, or you can even have Rhonda come out at the end of the rumble again. It's like, Hey, don't you run from me, woman. Like, Let's go. And then that could be the setup. You could wait till Roy. You could even wait a couple weeks to, to get Ronda in somehow. So we'll see how that goes down. But on the other hand, what if we see someone like Charlotte or Ronda interfere in this match and cost Becky and have Oscar retain? Well, what if but Ronda comes out? Charlotte won't interfere, but Ronda might. So what if Ronda comes down and tries to interfere and Becky takes her out? I, I'd like to see Ronda come down trying to interfere, and Becky just says, "Fuck you, you ain't stopping me," and just takes her to fuck out. Right. I that I think would be a good way to book it, and then you could also, well, let's let's transition into the Raw Women's Championship. Is that cool? Can we yeah, do that. That works perfect. Okay. That was a great transition, a great segue. Let's, yeah, let's transition. Have Sasha beat Ronda. Have hmm. Sasha beat Ronda, and then somehow get Rhonda and Charlotte into a, into a feud with each other, somehow make that happen through the cross promotion. And then Rhonda challenges Charlotte for her match against Becky. So Rhonda comes out during Becky's match to try to interfere with Becky, right? Doesn't get the job done. Becky wins. She goes out to her match against Sasha. Maybe Becky comes out and costs against Sasha, you know, to get her back. Or even Charlotte. Charlotte has a reason to go after Rhonda too. Sasha wins, Okay. Ronda's pissed off. Ronda challenges Charlotte for her for her Royal Rumble victory. Match ends in some sort of no contest. Boom, triple threat. Yo, there's so many different ways that this can go. And it's exciting because there's so many moving parts and so many variables that could change this entire course going to WrestleMania. Right. They could add new names that aren't even involved in this friggin' feud right now. They could. It, it's. Um. I just can't wait to see what happens on Sunday. Right. Um. So, what's your prediction for Ronda Sasha? I don't know. I tend to think that Ronda's gonna retain. I disagree, man. I think Ronda's first reign ends on Sunday. I think the boss takes takes her title back. You think she, she beats her clean? She, no, I do think that there's going to be interference. I think more likely from Charlotte than Becky. Okay. Because they both have reason to go after Ronda. Which they do, right. Yes. But the one thing that, that I still think about is, so ever since TLC, Ronda, Becky, and Charlotte have all mentioned each other's names for like the first two weeks after TLC. But now the last two weeks, they're all very focused on this road to Royal Rumble, like to their respective Royal Rumble matches. Mm -hmm. And Charlotte, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong out there in the fourth wall fam, tweet at me, let me know if I did miss this. But Charlotte hasn't mentioned anything about how she wants to get her hands on Ronda. Becky still does in passing, but still focuses on the, the, the task at hand at this point, which is Asuka. But I feel like there hasn't been a lot of talk from those three parties, uh, but Becky and Charlotte and, R- and uh, Rhonda right now. So they could, they could be done for a reason. Don't talk about each other, and then all of a sudden, boom, cost the other one the match right. rumble and make you it, just, holy shit, you didn't see that it. coming. Yeah, shock factor. Right. You, you know, if I was if I was planning to kick your ass, I sure as shit, or if I ambush you, I sure as shit wouldn't tell you. Right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, so but I still think that Ronda's that's going... That's good booking. That's great booking, yeah. It's great booking. Yeah. Uh, I think Ronda's going to retain the title. We disagree yeah. on Ronda and Sasha. And I who think knows? Sasha's gonna, I think Sasha winning's going to be the surprise of the night. But no, Becky and Ronda. All right. Anyway, we can sit here and talk about that all night. There's a million different um, d- different ways that whole thing can end. But let's move on to the WWE Championship match. We have Daniel Bryan defending against the phenomenal AJ Styles. Once again, SmackDown nailed it this week when they had the promo with uh, Mr. McMahon, Daniel Bryan, and AJ Styles. 
What are your predictions for this, Doc? I predict that the planet's champion will remain the king of the planet after the Royal <laughs> Rumble. And he will come out and he will eat vegan hot dogs after the match. And he will taunt the audience and he will continue to build the new Daniel Bryan character as the champion straight into WrestleMania. With all due respect to AJ, who has been, who's kind of had like, I feel like a little fire lit under his ass since uh, losing the title. Mm-hmm. Which is fine, but I think he can start going into a different storyline. He doesn't need to be in the title picture for a little while now. Um, I think Daniel's going to retain, and I think you're right, he's going to go into WrestleMania with the title. But I think AJ now could walk away from the title picture and get into another feud. Maybe put him in the mid-card feud. Maybe put him against someone like Andrade or Randy Orton at this point. There was talks about AJ Styles and Randy Orton having a match at WrestleMania. And you, I don't think Styles even, and Orton have even feuded yet. Right. And you could even just you could even keep AJ Styles at the top of the card and just have him lose the number one contenders matches and right. you know have him I don't think you can do Daniel Bryan styles again after the rumble. I think this is the end of that for now. Right. Um, yeah, but I think AJ doesn't need the title right now. AJ's rumor has it is trying to work a little less, which you can't have Brock as champion and then AJ in the championship scene working a little less. It doesn't make any sense. Right. So Daniel Bryan wins. He starts moving on to some new opponents, um, whether they be Joe or Mustafa Ali or Rey Mysterio or Andrade Almas. Randy Orton remains to be seen. Mm-hmm. There's so many, uh, so many good options out there for AJ Styles to get into, and from what I understand, his contract isn't up until right after WrestleMania in April. So I and I definitely know there was rumors the end of last year about him wanting to go to a lighter schedule. So I don't know if we're going to start seeing that now after Rumble or maybe not till after Mania. Because I think when you're leading into Mania, you want to have all your top names on TV. So it'd be kind of dumb Absolutely. for them to pull them off TV as much now leading into WrestleMania. So we will have to wait and see. Hey, you need uh, your top guys on TV, without a doubt. Right. And next we have a universal title match that no one thought we were going to see, but we're finally going to see Finn Balor face the universal champion, Brock Lesnar. Now, Balor Club, Finn Balor, Demon Finn Balor set aside. Who is winning this match? Finn Balor. You, th- you think Balor's going to win this one? Finn Balor is going to win this match. Yeah. And it is, is going to be one of the most awesome moments in the history of professional wrestling as far as I'm concerned. Um, I do think Brock is... I, I watched a couple of reasons. One, I do think Brock is really going back to UFC. And if Brock went back to UFC as the champion, he is arrogant enough, I think, to bring the WWE Universal Championship into a UFC octagon. And if Daniel Cormier like whoops like freaking Brock Lesnar ass, he is stealing that WWE title belt, holding that motherfucker ransom. <laughs> and yep. Vince is going to be embarrassed as all hell. Dana White is going to be doing backflips and Vince is not going <laughs> to let that happen. I yeah. think I I think Finn's going to win because they why put him in the match? You could have just had Finn win the Rumble. Like that would have been a better use of Finn or being the final four of the Rumble. That's a better use of Finn. So if you're going to put him in the match and you're going to, you know, hold back Strowman, hell, have him win. He he's, he's he acquitted himself. He wrestles big men very well. He makes it very believable. And Finn's not, not exactly small. Finn is fucking jacked, man. Like he's strong. Little, yeah. but he's strong. And also, man, if if in this match specifically Brock Lesnar requested Finn Balor to be his opponent, that means Brock is ready to put on a fucking clinic in the ring. Let's think about a lot of Brock Lesnar's matches over the past three to five years. Anyone that he's requested to fight, whether it be John Cena, AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan, he puts on good matches with them. It's not like your typical squash match that you'll see, but... And I think this, I'm with you, man. I think Finn Balor is going to come out victorious. It's going to be that real feel-good moment. I think this is going to main event the night. I don't think the Rumble is going to main event. 
What do you think? I think one of the Rumble matches is going to be main event. Think so? I think you might. I think you might have the women's Rumble main event again, and you end the night with Charlotte and Becky in the ring. But if Finn wins the match, then yeah, this is justified to be the main event. But if you do another main event and Brock ends the night again as the champion, like there's going to be a lot of unhappy campers out there. I think. I think if this match main events, Finn Balor's winning. I think if you book the Royal Rumble the way I just talked about it, it's one of the best Rumbles ever already. You know, Finn and Becky having big moments. You still have your heels win with Daniel Bryan. Did, did you see Becky's tweet? She said, hey, Finn, why don't you and I win a couple championships this weekend for old time's sake? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Irish power, baby. Oh, be, yeah, and that'd be nice just to see some like NXT stars like – Finally at the top of the mountain, not getting, you know, denied by the part-timers and shit like that. All right, so let's talk about the Royal Rumble matches. So let's talk about the Men's Royal Rumble. There have been 20 entrants already announced for the Rumble. We have, and yes, this is in alphabetical order. We have Andrade, formerly known as Andrade Cien Almas. Uh, Apollo Crews, Baron Corbin... Big E, Bobby Lashley, the Intercontinental Champion, Dean Ambrose, Drew McIntyre, Elias, Jeff Hardy, Jinder Mahal, John Cena, Kofi Kingston, Mustafa Ali, R-Truth, who we know uh, is coming in as entrant number 30 from his win with Carmella at the Mixed Match Challenge, Randy Orton, Rey Mysterio, Samoa Joe, The Architect, Seth Rollins, Titus World Slide, and Xavier Woods. Now, that's 20 participants, so that leaves 20 openings that have not been filled yet. I do believe two of those slots are going to be filled with the likes of EC3 and Lars Sullivan. Uh, you're definitely going to see, I think, Bray Wyatt return. A Bray Wyatt return could be something mm-hmm. pretty awesome too. The Bray, the Bray Wyatt return, I think, is going to be the the big you know return pop. Um, there's a rumor that Goldust is going to be cleared to perform, so Gold, okay. Goldust might be coming back. I, I read that today that he might be cleared to perform and will be back at the Rumble possibly. Um, who you will not see is John Cena, who is kayfabe written off TV this week. Mm-hmm. Um, he's starting a movie on Sunday. He's not really injured. He'll be back by Mania. Uh, but there's a lot of interesting uh, storylines. I think this is going to be a nice coming out party for Drew McIntyre. I don't know coming out party is the right word, but I think he's going to come in early. I think he's going to last. He's going to be in the final four. I think he's going to eliminate the most people. I think he's going to be really dominant. And, and he's somehow going to get screwed by and get eliminated by Seth Rollins in the final four before all said and done. Uh, but it doesn't mean the set's going to win. I think on the SmackDown side, they'll be joined by Samoa Joe and Rey Mysterio. And man, I think Samoa Joe is going to win this Rumble. And I think he's going to be in the he's going to be in the uh, WWE Championship match at WrestleMania. Samoa Joe needs to win this Rumble. He's an, he, he has any titles. He's been over, but not successful. This could be the beginning of it for Samoa Joe. I think he's primed to have a huge 2019. What better way to start than to win the Rumble? And and he's been dominant leading up to the Rumble. RKO from out of nowhere, notwithstanding. Right. There's nobody <laughs> can stop the R. Nobody stops the RKO from out of nowhere, okay? Exactly. Hulk Hogan in 1986 could not stop the RKO from out of nowhere. <laughs> uh, so you think that they're going to give the Rumble winner to SmackDown two years in a row? Yeah, I mean, I don't think Drew and Seth need to win the Rumble. Drew and Seth can go on from here, have have a number one contenders match for the for the for the Raw to the Universal Title somewhere down the road, and you can build the uh, Universal Title storyline that way. So I think right. Drew and Seth will be, or it could be a triple threat match at Mania. There's a lot of things you could do with Drew and Seth, but Joe winning the Rumble is huge. That's huge for Samoa Joe's career. And I, I would mark out. 
I love Samoa Joe. Oh, me too. He's, I, he's, I he's think bad, that's he's what, the baddest motherfucker there is. Yeah. I think that's what Samoa Joe needs. He needs a Royal Rumble win. And now correct me if I'm wrong. We're going to be going into Samoa Joe's third WrestleMania, but he wasn't at the first two because of injury. Am I correct? Right. So what better way to make your freaking debut than challenging and possibly winning the world title? World title. Uh, He's been great. He deserves it, man. He's yeah. been great these past few weeks. He's been great against Mustafa Ali. He's been great with with Ray and Andrade. You know, worked into those feuds. Rock has strapped that some bitch, man. Rock has strapped him. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, I'm with you, man. I think if I had to pick anyone, I would pick Samoa Joe to win it because especially now that Finn Balor is facing Brock Lesnar for the title. You're right. McIntyre and Seth don't need to win it. You can give the Rumble win to someone from SmackDown, have Raw have the Elimination Chamber match at the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Winner of that becomes the number one contender for the Universal title right. for Mania or something like that. So they could always go about it a different way and not necessarily and, and, have someone from Raw win the Rumble. And if Joe wins the Rumble, fucking God willing, it will force Raw to be more creative with their story writing. To get us to the main, their main events for and their mid cards for me, because a good elimination chamber match should not only set your main event for Mania, it should also set some of your mid card feuds leading up to Fastlane and Mania. It's good. You never know with Rado. So before we go on to the women's Rumble, let's talk about the men's Rumble. Who do you think is going to have the longest time in this year's Royal Rumble? Now. In the past, a lot of wrestlers have broken records. Such as what? Elimination records, longevity records. Shortest time in the Rumble, etc. Most eliminations, etc. So right now, the top five superstars that have spent the most time in a single Royal Rumble are uh, Triple H, who spent one hour and 16 seconds. Number four is Bob Backlund. From 1993, when he spent one hour, one minute, and ten seconds. 2004, which is the best Royal Rumble ever, when Chris Benoit won. He came in as number one and ended up winning the entire Rumble. He was in there for one hour, one minute, and 31 seconds. In 2006, Rey Mysterio was in the Rumble for one hour, two seconds, and... I'm sorry, one hour, two minutes, and 12 seconds. And then Daniel Bryan right now holds the record for the longest time spent in a single Rumble at the Greatest Royal Rumble early last year when he was in there for one hour, 16 minutes, and five seconds. Does that count? It's still considered a Royal Rumble. So regardless of what other words you put before the word Royal, it's still a Royal Rumble. So it counts in the record books. And how long was Triple H's number five? One hour and 16 seconds. One hour flat. One hour. Oh, okay. That makes more sense now. Chris Um, Jericho was three seconds away. I'm sorry, four seconds away from beating Triple H. So I don't think there's going to be any new records broken in terms of longevity. Um, I do think Drew McIntyre will last. I think Drew's going to come in really early. You know, first five. And I and as I know, he's in the final four. So he's going to come early. He's going to stay late. So he'll be the longest in there. And I think he's going to eliminate the most people, too. I think he's going to have a really impressive showing. He's just not going to get the job done. It makes more sense for Seth to cost him. Like Seth comes in late to the Rumble, costs Drew McIntyre, pushes that feud further. See, I think we're going to see someone like Mustafa Ali come into the Rumble within the first four or five entrants. And spend over an hour in the Rumble. I could see that person being Mustafa Ali, not necessarily breaking a ridiculous record like Mysterio or Daniel Bryan, but I could see Mustafa Ali being like within the top, the top eight to ten superstars who spent the most time. But I could see him uh, really shining in the Rumble. I think Samoa Joe is going to smack fucking Mustafa Ali's face off and throw him out of the fucking ring. That's what I think is going to happen. I think Mustafa Ali, he's not going to be in there for like two minutes, but, you know, I'm looking at like a 
10 to 20 minute run from Mustafa where he gets to do some impressive things. But I have to ask one more question. I feel like we have to ask it. And obviously it looks like it's not happening. But what if all the Kenny Omega talk was a swerve? I I actually wrote down a list of potential surprises. I mean, I have a big question mark next to Kenny Omega. It would have been the last second. What if at the last second WWE just swoops in and says, it just gives them an offer you can't refuse. Right. Just to fucking stick it to AEW. See, I don't know Which if he would. It's a very, it's a he very Vince it, He wouldn't do it to stick do. it to AEW. He would just do it because it's no, an I mean, offer he Vince, can't refuse. No, I mean, Vince sticking oh, it Vince to AEW. Oh, Vince sticking it. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I think AEW, I think Cody and the boys would understand, mm-hmm. but I just. I, I can't get that scenario out of the back of my head. Right. And I know it's probably not going to happen. It's just like the wrestling fan in me wanting something really fucking exciting right. to happen. Yeah. You but know, I do think your biggest surprise entrant realistically will be Bray Wyatt. Well, what about The Rock? There was talks about The Rock potentially being in the Rumble. You know what his schedule's like right now? Is he on filming anything right now? I don't Maybe know because the talks about either. The Rock have quieted down a lot. But... There was talks, man, and there's still talks about him potentially having a match at WrestleMania. So he's another wild card. And also, Batista. I know Triple H is still going to be out and probably won't be able to wrestle at WrestleMania. But Batista, there's a lot of talks about him making a return. So why not make a return in the Rumble? The Batista Undertaker, I could see making a surprise Rumble entrance just, you know. Undertaker Stadium entrance is pretty badass. Just to get the pop would be yeah. nice, you know. Um, yeah, not last long. Maybe that starts some sort of uh, program between. Tech. I think Braun Strowman might be a surprise entrant. I think Strowman's going to be in the Rumble. Yeah, maybe that starts. I've I've talked many a time. I'd like to see Strowman and Taker do a feud. Um, though recently Strowman's troubles on the mic make me think that he shouldn't be feuding with Taker in the Mania because the big rumor this week also is Taker is going to be going into the hall and almost looks like it was leaked accidentally. Yeah, I saw that know. picture too, yeah. Yeah, almost like it was accidentally leaked. If that's the case, I think he'll be getting a Ric Flair treatment where he goes in and then retires the next night. Right. It's um, Which means it's going to be, you know, it'll be Taker and uh, you can't have Braun Strowman, I think, end it right now. I think he's kind of shot himself in the foot with his shitty mic work. But I still think Taker could be a surprise entry into Rumble. Maybe he goes up against Batista and he put two part-time guys against each other so they're not taking up story, no, up actual storylines. Right. They, they could potentially do that, but there's also talks maybe you haven't seen him be the one to face Taker again at Mania, but that's even if there's still talks of having seen a wrestle at Mania, depending right. on what his schedule is. Yeah. So, but anyway, so still on the men's Rumble, who do you think is going to have or do you think we're going to see someone who has the shortest time spent? Now, when I say shortest, I mean 10 seconds or left. Would you like yeah, to hear some records? Of course you do, Doc. Of course so, I do. We have uh, there's a total of 15 wrestlers over the years who have spent 10 seconds or less in a Royal Rumble match. First, in 2001, you have Taz, who was in and out in 10 seconds. Then in 2015... You have Adam Rose, who was out in eight seconds. I think it was Kane that eliminated him and threw him right onto the Rosebuds, and the Rosebuds yep. carried him back to stage. In now we have a three-way tie for seven seconds. It was Gilberg at 1999. The Miz, <laughs> yeah, I just watched that recently. <laughs> the Miz in 2007 and Montel Vontavious Porter MVP in 2010. Uh, 2013, The Godfather spent five seconds in the Rumble. There's a three-way tie for four seconds. We have Bushwhacker Luke in 1991. That's the famous uh, video clip that everyone sees from that Rumble. He walks right. in doing the, the Kiwi dance, and then Hogan grabs him, <laughs> throws him on the other side, and he does it right, right back to the out. locker room. <laughs> Uh, then in 1997, you have Jerry the King Lawler, and in 2015, right. you have Titus O'Neil. Yeah, Jerry was on commentary. Came mm-hmm. up, went in, and then right he back was out. <laughs> we have another three-way tie for three seconds. Two of them happened in 1995. In 1995, Mo from Men on the Mission, mm-hmm. Men on a Mission, and Owen Hart 
both spent exactly three seconds in the 95 Rumble. And in 2018, this past year, the greatest Royal Rumble, Mike Kanellis, was in and out in three seconds. Then we also have two superstars tied for two seconds. Do we remember 2018's Royal Rumble with Sheamus? He was in and out in two seconds. Mm-hmm. And the Warlord, which was also the, Warlord, uh, the famous right. elimination. But then the record holder of all time, one second in the Royal Rumble match. And that record goes to Santino Morella. Right. Mm-hmm. Good old Santino. So if I see anyone that's been listed, been confirmed for the men's rumble, I could see someone like Titus O'Neil being in and out, or even someone like Baron Corbin being in and out within so, five seconds. Corbin was my first thought, but I think Corbin's gonna get like, you know, he's gonna get eliminated quick, but I actually see our truth is coming in and doing something stupid and getting eliminated, like kind of like Bushwhacker Luke style, right? Right? Was it Luke? Luke? Luke, Luke was the one yeah. I eliminated quick, right? Yeah, like he just comes in and does some silly ass our truth shit and just gets thrown right the fuck out by Samoa Joe. I guess or see Drew McIntyre. So I think between yeah. our truth and maybe even like Titus O'Neil could be the ones that could spend that that short time in the Rumble. Um, I think it's either, it's either Corbin or Truth for the shortest for me. Okay. Now let's talk about who's going to have the most eliminations. I think you already said Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. I'm totally with you on that. I think that's where he's going to shine. I don't think he's going to be in there for a long time, but I think he's going to he's going to rack up the most right. eliminations in the Rumble. Um, and now let's go to the final four. Who are the final four in the men's Royal Rumble? Drew McIntyre, Seth Rollins, Samoa Joe, and Rey Mysterio. Hmm. Uh, Drew McIntyre and Seth, yes, I agree with those two. But I think we'll see Samoa Joe and Randy Orton in the final four. No, they can't get fucking Randy. Come on, we don't need to see Orton in the fucking final four again. Why not? I think Orton in the ring with those three would be would be awesome. I think Rey Mysterio in the ring with those three would be awesome. And it's a little fresher because we haven't seen Rey as much over the past few years. But we already saw Mysterio towards the end of last year's Rumble, too, when he returned. Yeah, but now it's going to be a bigger moment now. This is like him actually going to be put. He's going to put on display in this year's Rumble, I think. Mm, I think okay. you know we're seeing the we're seeing like the Rey Mysterio of like you know, his vintage years right now, man. So get him go out there and work. You see, I see Andrade eliminating Mysterio. I don't see Mysterio making it to the final four. I could see Andrade potentially eliminating Mysterio. I see that uh, face uh, you're making because uh, you know I'm right. Uh, I, I I I I see where your head's at, but I'm looking for. I'm obviously calling for the swerve here, because that's what right. everybody thinks is going to happen. Right. Or <laughs> hey man, going to tell you you're all wrong. We, we may see the final four, and the final four could be uh, Kenny Omega, Cody Rhodes, and the Young Bucks. <laughs> Fucking hey man, you want a swerve? Fucking there's a swerve for you right there. Eat that, Meltzer. <laughs> You do. You don't. You don't. You you go at Meltzer, man. He's not your favorite. <laughs> hey, man. D- d- dirt sheets are just that, man. They're fucking dirt. Anyway. Oh man. All right. So let's talk about the women's Royal Rumble. I'm excited for this one because last year's exceeded expectations. Now the good, the different thing about this year's is that they have enough talent already working for WWE to fill up this Rumble. They've already announced. 23 superstars out of 30. So that leaves us seven potential surprises. So out of the 23, we have the returning Alexa Bliss, who has been cleared from injury, which I'm really excited for. Uh, Alicia Fox, Bailey, Billy Kay, Carmella, who, as I mentioned earlier, is going to be number 30, Charlotte Flair, Dana Brooke, Ember Moon, The Lady, Lacey Evans, Lana, Liv Morgan, Mandy Rose, Mickey James, Naomi, Natalia, Nia Jax, Nikki Cross, Peyton Royce, Ruby Riot, Sarah Logan, Sonya Deville, Tamina, and Zalina Vega. Now that's those those are some fucking yeah, names right there, man. 
You know, even if even if you're looking at people like Dana Brooke and Alicia Fox, it's still awesome, man, to see all of these female athletes in the ring. You're going to see every act of sign WWE SmackDown and Raw woman in the the Rumble. Yeah. You just are. Yeah, you would have seen uh, probably Lana too, if not for. Have they officially announced that Lana's yes. pregnant yet? Yeah. Uh, no, but Lana yeah, is so in the she, Rumble. She's there. Oh, she is in the Rumble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did they, say they, Lana. They announced her too. Oh, yeah. I, I thought you. I thought you didn't say Lana. I'm sorry. I, I didn't hear that. My apologies. No, it's all right. Um, let's talk about this Rumble. You're talking about dominant performances with the men and records and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to see Charlotte put in a performance. We're going to be talking about 20 years from now. I think she's going to go out in this rumble and she's going to dominate just like her, she, and she's going to do something huge just like her daddy did back in 92. Mm-hmm. The 92 rumble, of course, was Rick's coming out party for WWE. And not that Charlotte needs a coming out party, but like this could this could be a moment that Charlotte fans will keep in their pocket when they're arguing for her being the greatest women's wrestler ever. The same remember that time. In the 2019 Rumble, where Charlotte just fucking dominated and eliminated like fucking 10, 11 women and went in as like number one or number two. I, I could see her coming in as one one or two and going wire to wire. I think that would be excellent booking and it would help build to wrestle. If you're going to have the women main event WrestleMania, you're going to have Ronda and Becky, maybe both as champions, maybe not. And the w- woman who went wire to wire to win the Rumble. Uh, what's more hype than that, dude? Right. See, I don't think it's... I think Charlotte's going to have a very good showing. Um, I don't think she'll be the one to have that type of showing. I think with us now leading to the road to WrestleMania, we're going to start paving the way for, for some new names. Uh, I think we're going to see someone like Ember Moon last a long time in the Rumble. And Agreed. I think... I think we're going to see someone like Ruby Riot get the most eliminations in the Royal Rumble to start developing these stars for the future. I think you're going to see that in 2019, but I think this Rumble is going to be all about Charlotte. I, I do have Ember in my final four. I have Bailey in my final four, and I have Carmella, who deserves to be in the final four. I think Ruby Riot will be fifth or sixth all left. I think she's not in the final four. She's the final five or final six. Yeah. Without a doubt. Uh, as much as I would love to see Ruby Riot just fucking win everything, she's going to have a good showing, better than last year, because I don't think she had a really good showing last year's Rumble. She's going to be in for a while, get a lot of eliminations, and probably be in the last maybe like five or six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's not, and and that's, that's there's nothing wrong with that. Right. That's something to be proud of. I think she's going to eliminate a lot of people, too. But I don't think she's going to eliminate people. I think Charlotte's like, you remember, you ever watched like the Stone Cold Rumble, especially the 97 and 98, 98 one we'll go into. Mm-hmm. And this is a little uh, precursor for you all because I am actually, this is a little shameless promotion. I will be uh, premiering Kayfabe Classics in the uh, this week also. And my first uh, event that I'll be talking about is the 1998 Royal Rumble, the first official first Rumble of the Attitude Era. Um so, shameless plug. But in that rumble, Austin was just dominant. A dominant force that just cleared everybody throughout the match. And I see Charlotte doing that. I see her having that performance. Why not? Becky's not in it. Asuka's not in it. Ronda's not in it. Sasha's not in it. Not in it. And Sasha like, has the record for the longest time in a women's rumble at 54 minutes and 46 seconds. Which I think Charlotte's going to break. Granted, this is only the second women's rumble. But I think Charlotte's going to break that this year. And I think she's going to be in there for over an hour. So right now, the number one, uh, I'm sorry, the woman who has the most eliminations in a women's Royal Rumble is Michelle McCool, who eliminated five people in last year's rumble. So I definitely think we're going to see some of the current talent, someone from the current talent, beat that record, and I think that's going to be Ruby Riot. I think you're going to have multiple women eliminate more than five people. I could see Ruby eliminating more than five. I could see Charlotte eliminating more than five. I could even see maybe a Ember Moon eliminating four or five people. I could see that. Yeah, I, 
Yeah, I think this is going to be there's going to be some standards set in this rumble that are going to hold for a while. Right. So be ready. Now, in terms of shortest time in the rumble, I think it makes the most sense if Lana actually is pregnant to have her in and out very quickly because if she's pregnant, well, first of all, if she's pregnant, she's not going to be in the rumble. Or if she's working on getting pregnant, she's going to be in and out and not be ta- not be taking too many bumps. Right. Um, aside from that, maybe Dana Brooke in and out or Alicia Fox. So you have some names that could fall under that category. Um, but who do you think? So my first thought here was actually Nia Jax and her getting like, you know, the, the big show treatment. You now everybody gains up. But I was thinking that I was... was a thing, but I also remember, like, you know, Tamina's going to be involved, so maybe the early part of the Rumble, well, maybe maybe a part of the Rumble, you know, if they say Charlotte's going to be in there for a while, maybe she's taking a break for a bit outside the ring, and then Nia and Tamina run shop for a bit, and then Charlotte eliminates both of them. So that was, my go, first okay. thought was Nia, but then I thought about it, and I was like, you know, if Tamina's there too, Nia's not going to get eliminated right away. It's just right. not going to happen. So, yeah, I think Lana makes the most sense. She'll come in, maybe do some sort of, uh, do some sort of spot where she gets eliminated real quick. You know, whether that's Charlotte tossing her out or whomever. I think you're going to see some good moments and some good fighting between Naomi and Mandy in the Rumble. I want to see that. Yeah. Keep developing that feud. I think that feud has some potential. So that's one. That's something I want to say. I don't think they'll be in the final four. I think they'll be eliminated. I think they'll be in the final ten, those two. Okay. I, I can see that, too. Now, so I said we have 23 names that have been announced, but we still have seven open slots. What kind of surprises are we going to see? I think we're going to get Trish and Lita. Okay. Um, the, 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 when, they, when they worked um, Evolution... The talk was they were going to come back for do a lot of the special events. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes sense. They can both still go. They're going to get a pop. People will be excited to see them. Other women that could have possibly... You see some NXT women, maybe Bianca Belair. Maybe uh, maybe Shayna Baszler. Maybe the loser of Bianca Shayna comes into the Rumble. Okay. Maybe even the winner. Hell, hell, right. the winner could come. Maybe they both come in. Why not? Put them both in. NXT women's champion can come to the Rumble. Yeah. Uh, I would love to see Tony Storm in the Rumble. I think that'd be a great way to get some eyes on NXT UK by putting Tony Storm in. So we got Trish, Lita, Tony Storm, Bianca, Shayna. That's five. Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe. K- Candice LeRae. Or Kyrie Sane, maybe. Kyrie Sane, Io Shirai. Yeah, yeah some, some, some NXT talent. Right. So that's, I think, there, there isn't much out there in terms of surprise, unless The Rock really does enter. There's really nothing that generates too much interest with surprise entrance in either Rumble this year, except right. for me, except for Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. I think Bray Wyatt is gen- it could be a genuine like feel good pop moment. Right. Well, also actually speaking of Bray Wyatt, remember we just saw that Matt Hardy announced that he has been cleared to return to the ring. What if right. he returns also at the Rumble? Woken Matt right. Hardy. Yeah, that, that's that's. That's a great, and you, and you could start a feud between those two, break mm-hmm. you know, break them two up, and you can start the feud at the Rumble, and then right. Raw has something in the mid card they can work with. So, all right, so we both think that Charlotte's winning the women's Rumble. I think this is the most, this is the easiest prediction of the whole card. Okay, I, it's, I don't even, I don't even know who else you give the Rumble victory to. Mm-hmm. It, Said Oscar's not in it, Sasha's not in it, Becky's not in it, Ronda's not in it. Who else? Bailey, Carmella. Are yeah. they the only other? Are they the only other two women beside like with uh, title reigns and like this? I guess Mickey James has title reigns too. I guess Alexa Bliss could win the Rumble, but she right. won Money in the Bank last year. It'd be repetitive storytelling yeah, if she doesn't if, need to win. If it. Alexa, won. yeah, she doesn't need to win it, and she shouldn't win it. Right. All right, so men's rumble, we both agree, or we both think it's going to be Samoa Joe, correct? Yes. All right, now let's go down the rest of the card. Finn versus Brock. Finn. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think it's going to be Finn. AJ and Daniel Bryan. Uh, the Planet's champion. The Planet's champion, Daniel Bryan. We have the SmackDown Women's Championship. Asuka defending against Becky Lynch. 
Becky takes her Becky takes her title back. Yeah. That's hers. She Agreed. takes it back. Becky's winning that title. Uh, we have the fatal four-way for the Cruiserweight Championship. Buddy Murphy defending against Kalisto, Akira Tozawa, and Hideo Itami. Buddy wins, and it starts a few a prolonged feud with him and Hideo Itami. Yeah, I think this is going to be Hideo's coming out party. But I definitely mm-hmm. think Buddy's going to retain, and we're going to see a feud with the two of them leading into WrestleMania or something big. Uh, the Raw Women's Championship, Ronda Rousey defends against the legit boss, Sasha Banks. This is my curveball. It's my swerve of the night. Sasha leaves champion. Yeah, I don't know. I still think Ronda retains. Okay. But we'll You're have wrong, to wait and but okay. see. I'm not wrong. I'm always right. So <laughs> Okay. Uh, then we have the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, The Bar, defending against Shane McMahon and The Miz. Uh, McMiz. Yeah. I agree. I think Miz and Shane are going to win this and go to SmackDown with those tag titles. Uh, and then we have Shinsuke Nakamura facing Rusev for the U.S. title. Rusev by DQ. Okay. I think Rusev's going to retain. Don't know if it's going to be by DQ, but I think Rusev's going to retain regardless. Okay. So... There you have it, fam. Those are our predictions and our breakdown of the 32nd annual Royal Rumble card live from Chase Field in Phoenix, Arizona. Well, that's all the time we have for today, fam. And if this is your first time tuning in, I am JC Bones. And you can follow me on Twitter at JC Bones. That's B-O-N-E-Z. I am Doc Haas. You can find me on Twitter at D-R-H-A-A-S-E number 4-W-C. And we are the 4th Wall WrestleCast. Be sure to check us out every Saturday on the Wrestle Addict Radio Network. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Be sure to check out our third man on Twitter, at Johnny Smarksalot, and also check out episode 2 of Smarky's Singles Run. You can follow us on Twitter at 4th Wall Cast. That's the number 4 T H W A L C A S T. And please follow Wrestle Addict Radio on Twitter at Addict Wrestle. Don't forget, February 1st, we are launching our Patreon page. That's going to be patreon.com backslash 4th Wall WrestleCast. And for as low as $1 a month, you will receive exclusive audio content, video content, merchandise, annual rewards, and much, much more. So stay tuned to our Twitter page for more details and information as we approach our launch date. And if you've enjoyed the fourth wall experience, please be sure to tell all your friends to like, share, subscribe, follow, buy our merch, become a patron, and help this thing grow and grow and continue to be the biggest draw for the critics, the marks, the casual, and the hardcore. Once again, we are the fourth wall wrestlecast. Goodbye and good night. All right, Doc. Well, this has been fun, man. So uh, I'll see you on Sunday. See you on Sunday. From the Staples Center. Not from the Staples Center. (laughs) Chase Field, my bad.